0: this is bariatric life podcast with amanda and chris we are not doctors nor have we ever played one on tv please follow your doctor's advice we are expressing our own opinions you can always reach us on instagram at bariatric life podcast or on amanda's instagram at amandas vsg thanks for listening check out the show Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda.
1: And this is Chris.
0: And today we're talking about the end of the honeymoon phase.
1: Um, and we mean weight loss surgery honeymoon phase, not our honeymoon phase.
0: That ended a long time ago.
1: Oh, I was going to say it's been going for 10 years. Oh. But, <laughs> all right, fine. Damn. Apparently it ended years ago. So? Years ago. <laughs>
0: I did want to do two quick updates before we get into the honeymoon phase. One, I don't know if you've noticed a change in the production quality of the podcast, but I decided I'm no longer editing them, so you're getting all the long pauses that we are prone to creating and all the ums and the coughs and, and the sews and all the sews because i like to sew
1: it's raw and unedited true to life
0: true to life i said screw it <laughs> and it's pure laziness but ain't nobody got time to edit a podcast
1: nema has time
0: no, he's been doing raw ones lately, too. So oh Yeah.
1: I'm not caught up on his, so. No.
0: Well. Maybe I'm just channeling my inner Nima.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: Yeah. Other update is based off of the, talking about the funk. Chris and I both saw our, what we call our medicine lady, a person that prescribes our psychiatric meds and they increased one of mine and increased
1: one of yours. Increased two of mine and gave me an, an additional one too. So they upped my uh, Prozac, they doubled that. I got a 50% bump on my Adderall and she pre- prescribed a uh, Trazodone for sleeping. Which I'd taken in the past and was kind of leery about, but the dose that she gave me was less than I had in the past, and I think this is a situation where less is more. Yeah. Less is better, because I've been sleeping great.
0: That happened with one of my meds. She lowered it. It was my sleeping med, and she lowered it because she thought I would sleep better on the lower dose, and I did. Slash, do.
1: I've been sleeping great.
0: Y- you have been. And <laughs> now I'm not sleeping as well. <laughs> because you were snoring a lot.
1: Well, like I said, I think part of that is it's winter, so the heat's on and all the air's dry. I'm drying out
0: all your muci. Yeah. Mucuses.
1: M- mucusices? I don't, know. I don't know. But yeah. So I think that's probably contributed more. I have noticed, you know, from the sleep tracking on my watch that I'm getting more deep sleep and more REM sleep mm-hmm. and longer sleep. I'm actually sleeping more than three or four hours. So Yeah,
0: that's so great. It is. I'm happy for you.
1: I don't think that's sincere.
0: It's very sincere <laughs> because oh. I was concerned with your lack of sleep.
1: Oh, I- Thought it was because of the snoring that now you're getting significantly less sleep, and now you have to get up with the dogs because I'm dead to the world.
0: <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. We share responsibilities. We do. So.
1: And I'm sure it's a temporary thing. Eventually, my body will adjust. So it'll be like, mm, fuck you, back to three hours. Yep. Yeah.
0: And then you'll be up with the dogs again. Yep. Yeah. Damn dogs have to pee in the middle of the night. Maybe we should go back to crating them. They didn't have to pee in the middle of the night when we crated
1: them. I'm sure they probably did. They just... Didn't. Couldn't, yeah. Couldn't alert us to their pending urination.
0: (laughs) And they just held it. Yeah. And they were good puppies.
1: And then... (laughs) They're still good puppies. Don't you ever say they're bad puppies. (laughs) Number one, they're sitting right there and... They can hear me. They can hear you.
0: I didn't say they were bad puppies. I was just saying they were good puppies when they were crated (laughs) and not waking us up all hours of the night to pee. Well, fair enough. Specifically, your puppy is the one that wakes (laughs) up to pee all the time. Yeah.
1: Well, he's like me. Bladder of a small child.
0: Truth. So, those are our two updates. I'm not editing podcasts, so sorry if it sounds like shit. And our psychiatric meds have been increased and it's been a short period of time so it's hard to tell yeah, if Yeah,
1: it's... it's only been like a week.
0: Yeah. I think mine's been maybe a week and a half. So it's hard to tell if that has made a difference quite yet.
1: Yeah, the only one I know for sure is the sleeping med has helped. Yeah. For me, so.
0: It seems seems to have made a a giant difference in your sleep. Yeah. And I'm happy for that. So today's topic is the end of the honeymoon phase in regards to weight loss surgery only, (laughs) not our marriage.
1: Thank you for clarifying. I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) So, oh, there's a so for you. Um, They say, they being the world, I guess. Society. Yes. That the first year after weight loss surgery is the honeymoon phase, Mm -hmm. where you're losing lots of weight, you're really pumped about the loss, and you're...
1: Getting that immediate gratification, yeah, or instant gratification.
0: And your efforts are really paying off, and you're still excited about tracking and all that stuff.
1: Everything's going right. You're well, hopefully everything's going right. Yes, I mean, we've talked hopefully. to some people that have had the opposite experience.
0: True. Very true.
1: But it's it's typically a time in, in life where you're seeing almost immediate results of the tracking and the surgery and you're excited. You're... There's
0: lots of non-scale victories yes. that happen regularly. Which, just to kind of sidebar for a second.
1: That's and, me adjusting in my chair, sorry. And I'm,
0: I'm not going to take any of that chair noise out. Because I'm lazy. <laughs> and there might still be a little bit of funk left over. <laughs> but... This thing happened the other day, and I had posted about it on Instagram, and somebody had mentioned that it was a non-scale victory, and I didn't see it that way until she had pointed it out. That There's Dobby with his binky and moaning. Um, So the, the situation was, I was at training, and I was with a bunch of strangers. There was nobody there that I knew. But this guy that had been sitting next to me all week, uh, we would chatted back and forth a little bit and something was going on in the classroom and I had said, what is going on? And he leaned over and he was like, excuse my language, but that fat chick over there, blah, 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 blah. And I had this moment where I was like, oh my God, he doesn't think I'm fat. That's why he said that to me. Because if I had been a fat chick, he wouldn't have said it to me and i was like oh shit i'm not a fat chick although i oftentimes still think i'm way bigger than i am and i would posted about that on instagram and somebody was like what a nice non-scale victory and i was like oh shit i guess that was a
1: non-scale victory the guy's still a dick i hope he shits himself in track In in what? In traffic.
0: (laughs) Shits and (laughs) self-aware?
1: I'm still waking up.
0: Yeah, because you got lots of sleep last night. I did. It was great. I had to get up with the dogs. But anyway, so that was... Even though non-scale victories are becoming less and less because the honeymoon period is starting to come to a close, if it hasn't already, that was... A non-scale victory there. Another one that happened yesterday was I bought some shapewear to wear with my dress for the award show,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I was really torn about which size to buy, and because I, I felt like I was kind of in the middle of a medium and a large, and they don't make medium and a half, so... <laughs> <laughs> I opted to go with the medium because I said, I think I'm bigger than I am, so I'm buying the medium because I want to buy the large, but it's probably the wrong size. And those MFers fit. The mediums.
1: Yeah, you seemed pretty comfortable on them when you and tried them on. And I was pretty
0: ex- excited. and. I didn't expect them to fit, honestly. And that's why I had stuck the receipt back in my wallet. Because usually I just throw a receipt away. But Mm -hmm. I kept the receipt because I didn't think they would fit. But they did. I couldn't believe it. Word? Yeah. So, honeymoon. Going back to that. I'm approaching that year mark. Mm -hmm. It's been ten months. So, the weight loss has slowed down significantly. And there have been... I stopped weighing every day because the fluctuations were starting to mess with my head. And because they were going up and down, up and down, up and down. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop weighing every day. I'll start doing it once a week. And... If today's number is tomorrow's number, which will be very, because I decided to weigh Monday mornings, but for some reason today, Sunday afternoon, I was like, oh, I'm going to get on the scale. I don't know why I did that. I do. I just preached to you yesterday about weighing on the same day at the same time, and here I am going against my own advice. Well, it's... That's a really long pause.
1: It is, and I'm trying to debate if I want to mention this. Never mind, carry on.
0: Okay, we're carrying on without with that long pause still in there, because <coughs> I'm not going to edit it out. Um, But, yeah. If today's number is the same tomorrow morning on my official weigh-in day... Then I actually have like gained two pound or maybe a pound from last month at the same time mm-hmm. and that's a little upsetting. My point being like that scale is stopped moving or is barely moving
1: well, and I think you're bouncing back and forth in that eight pound swing where. You kind of go up, you go down, you go up, you go down and that's kind of because that is what happens to people not, trying to figure out how to phrase this that's what happens to people that have not had surgery, especially like like back when we were we were doing weight watchers and um, you know some of the other diets that we've tried, I would find myself going back and forth in this ten pound area after the first two months. So like I would lose the weight that I was going to lose on Weight Watchers, and then I'd just go up and down in this 10-pound range for four or five, six months, however long we decided to do it until I said, you know what, I'm done.
0: Well, that goes along with the honeymoon phase, too, Mm -hmm. in that tracking has for me started to get really tedious and I know that if I don't track then I'm not going to be on point with protein I'm not going to be on point with my calories Mm -hmm. because I do monitor calories and but at the same time it's like I've been tracking religiously for almost a year now and I'm just kind of tired of
1: it. Well, and this, I think that kind of goes back to, to what we've said that surgery is not the easy way out. It's a permanent lifestyle habit changing thing. And that, you know, tracking in some way, shape, form or fashion is going to have to continue Until our kids put us at home.
0: Yeah, that's true. I just need to accept it as a part of my life. But it's still tedious. Oh, I believe it. And sometimes... Well, I had said tracking religiously. And I don't, like... I've been getting a little lax in that I'm not measuring stuff like I was. I'm just kind of guesstimating on some things. Mm. And then another part of honeymoon is that my restriction varies so wild wild wide wildly. <laughs>
1: you sure you don't want to edit these?
0: Yeah. Wildly now. In that some days like yesterday we had gone to Costco And we tried the Costco hot dog for the first time ever. And I could only eat half of it. Which it should be about standard for a tiny tummy. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And like there was no way I was going to be able to eat the other half of that hot dog. And then, but then like when we got home last night after the game and I had chips and dip, which is slider foods and slider foods you can eat more of. I ate a shit ton of dip and a shit ton of chips and that restriction was not there. And then I think back to like, well, what we were talking about yesterday about how I would, you know, max out at like 600 calories a day and that's all I could physically eat. And then now... Like yesterday's calories were over 2,000 and that, (laughs) that is uh, really high for me now. Really high for me now and it's kind of giving me some feelings, but my average now, according to my app is like 1,400 a day and so like my intake has increased quite a bit. It's still well, not and that's, where it was no, by any means. No, and
1: that's to be expected.
0: Right, but like that's part of the honeymoon phase ending is that I'm able mm. to eat more now mm-hmm. than I could in the beginning. Which, in a way, mentally feels like a failure. or Yeah, or backpedaling or... Or like yesterday when we were at Costco and I grabbed that bag of the chocolate pretzel crisp thingies. I haven't opened them yet, but it's like, damn it, Amanda, am I am I starting to slide into some old behaviors? I think so.
1: Possibly. I mean, it's and and maybe this is something we we never really sat down and and discussed or strategized about, but so we're recording this on Sunday, October 30th. I don't know exactly when it will air, but so tomorrow's Halloween. Yeah. And then like we've talked about from, you know, a, a money and planning standpoint, like then we've got Portland and then it's Thanksgiving. And then it's the week after Thanksgiving when everybody eats Thanksgiving leftovers, and then you've got like two weeks of just coasting, and then you've got Christmas, and then you've got New Year's, and then you've got.
0: Are you talking about the food holidays? Yes. Okay. Yes,
1: that's exactly where I was going. So I was going to say. I
0: didn't know if you were just going to start naming off all the holidays Uh, that exist, (laughs) or if you had an actual plan. You know what? what Just for that.
1: I'm not giving you your Flag Day present. <laughs> I'm taking it back. Flag,
0: flag Day is a huge food holiday. It is.
1: <laughs> no, that that is where I was going, though. Is it's all the food holidays. It's And not just the food holidays, the guilty food holidays. Yeah. The holidays where I usually make my caramel pie that one slice is like 6,000 calories.
0: Probably.
1: And that that's not an exaggeration. Like... It is, I don't think it's 6,000,
0: but it's probably
1: pretty close. The whole pie itself is 8.
0: 8
1: what? 8,000 calories.
0: How do you know that?
1: Because I did the math on it one year. It's been several years, but...
0: You did not. I did. You are so full of shit.
1: <laughs> you are full of shit. You're full of shit. Well, not anymore.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I have been pooping a lot lately. We should have a whole episode about pooping. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. It probably isn't the best timing that I'm able to eat more now that we're approaching the food holidays. Yeah. I have resisted the Halloween candies. I did have a tiny bag of Skittles last night at the game that I snagged from the trick or treat I
1: thought I smelled Skittles.
0: What?
1: When we were watching the game, I was like, somebody's got Skittles.
0: I was eating a tiny Halloween I bag of Skittles. I didn't even know
1: you were doing that.
0: Yeah, I snagged a tiny bag of Skittles and enjoyed them tremendously. <laughs> Whereas in the past, I would have got one of those share-sized bags and eaten mm. the whole thing. But I enjoyed just the tiny bag of Halloween Skittles.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's bad timing with your honeymoon phase ending and food holiday time starting.
0: Yeah. I do think a plus for food holiday issues would be that one, we haven't discussed this yet with my parents, but I'm pretty sure mom is just wanting to go out for Thanksgiving again, like Mm -hmm. we did last year. And so then that means there's no leftovers. There's the one meal at the restaurant mm-hmm. and no leftovers, which I am A-OK with. And then between, between the Thanksgiving and Christmas is my birthday slash my surgery. Mm-hmm. And I anticipate not being able to eat much. Throughout those three weeks. Mm-hmm. Or at least not being at work. Where there might be goodies. Right. At work. So that is a plus for me.
1: If we can keep our home. Relatively goodie free. For. Your. Especially post surgery. Yeah. Um, I think that will help a lot.
0: I've heard that. People that have had weight loss surgery and then have plastic surgery tend to have higher restriction right after plastic surgery. I don't know if that's true or if that will apply to me, but I'm thinking I might, and this is not a pouch set, even though it sounds like it, but I'm not calling it that. And that's not my intent. But after surgery, like highly focusing on protein and potentially going back to a mostly liquid or soft food diet Mm -hmm. so that I can you know get that protein yogurt or the protein shakes and just really like take in a bunch of protein to promote healing Mm -hmm. at that time Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying like oh I'm gonna you know shrink my stomach back to where it was I'm just thinking mostly about you know an influx of Trying to get as much protein in as I can. So the body can
1: heal and recover. Yeah. And
0: Sleep and protein. I'm going to make my focus for those those few weeks. But yeah, I come into the end of the honeymoon phase where I'm not losing as much. The non-scale victories are fewer. Is
1: And that can be
0: demoralizing.
1: How so? Well, you're not, you're not keeping pace of where, where you were. Like you said, or I guess like we were talking about was it can feel like you're backsliding. Yeah. And you, which kind of gets you down and kind of, and, and probably can help contribute to our funk.
0: So another thing, and this is where I feel like the backsliding might be an issue is that last this past grocery run and the one before, because we do the online ordering, which usually keeps the... uh,
1: Impulse buys. Yeah,
0: at bay, but I impulse put shit in the cart for the online ordering, and it was hummus and like pretzel chips and pita chips, which in the grand scheme aren't, you know, gallons of ice cream or bags and bags of chocolate, that's still on the healthier side, but if I'm likely to overeat those, is it any healthier? You know, like those are things that, Mm. those are things that I haven't been necessarily denying myself, but I haven't had snacky foods Mm -hmm. in the house since my surgery. And those are definitely snacky foods. And I'm more likely to overeat those. So, you know, and just like getting those chocolate-covered pretzel chips yesterday. Like, these are behaviors that are worrisome to me because I feel like I'm... There's kids downstairs talking, so if that's in the background, I apologize. They don't respect the podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but really, they don't. Um... So, yeah, these behaviors, I feel like...
1: Well, okay, so let's, let's look at those behaviors pre-surgery. What would we do? We would get a giant bag of chips and or candy, and then we would go and we'd lay in bed and watch TV...
0: Oh, I could eat easily eat one of those three-pound bags of gummy bears over the course of, like, three nights. Right. That's like a pound of gummy bears a night.
1: Right. And this is pre-surgery. Yeah. So, and, and post-surgery, we've been very, very good about not snacking in bed. Yeah. Partly because we're eating right before we go to bed, which... Like we talked about the other day, I have some feels about for my own self. But my point being, we would just take the whole bag or container of whatever our snack food was into the bedroom and eat until either we were ready to go to sleep or we were just full. Right. So maybe we change that behavior. Maybe we... Say, okay, I'm, I want to have some pretzels and hummus. I'm going to scoop out one serving of hummus. I'm going to get one serving of pretzels. And that's all.
0: That's what I was about to say. was I need to get back to like measuring. Because honestly, yesterday I was like, man, that was probably about X amount of Tostito scoops. I have no idea how many scoops I ate, but the chips, I mean, um, I have no idea how many I ate. I just guesstimated, but I did track it, but mm-hmm. I guesstimated it. And I've been doing that a lot
1: lately. Well, I think if we, cause again, it's, it's not necessarily a matter of denying oneself something, but just consuming it responsibly and and being cognizant of the amount
0: i know that i i'm down to like ones 160ish the goal has changed which will be another episode but it's 161 162 63 in that range Um, and I don't want to get back to close to 250. And I feel like these little bitty things are going to turn into a big thing, which will turn into 90 pounds gained, which is completely possible. People do regain their Mm -hmm. weight on weight loss surgery. Like you can do it. It's not unheard of. And according to some statistics that have been shared with us recently, like it's probably more common than not. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be one of those statistics.
1: So, I think if we're a little more diligent in control, maybe?
0: Control or... Not, I wouldn't necessarily call it control, but serving size, measuring, tracking. And, it, and now that I think about it, a lot of the stuff that I have consumed up until recently has been pre-portioned in some way. Mm-hmm. Be it a protein bar or a protein shake string cheese, my little turkey bites, like they're all pre-portioned for me. It's stuff that isn't pre-portioned that becomes a problem.
1: Well, let's, when we're done with this, why don't we go and make some of the one serving size snack bags of the pretzels. Yeah. And that was the air conditioner. That, that was I'm sure a
0: really we'll... weird sound that it made. No, nah, it
1: makes it every time.
0: The little squeaky
1: sound?
0: Yeah. I almost thought it was my stomach. No.
1: It's the... (laughs) It's the compressor turning on. Oh. That
0: was weird.
1: I don't even hear it anymore. Wow. But, yeah. So, if we make the one serving size pretzels... Yeah. Then we know, okay, this is all I'm going to have snack-wise while we watch whatever story. Yeah. And that'll... I think, help you. I know it will help me.
0: But then when you look at what a serving is, it's like, wow, that's really sad.
1: Right. (laughs) Right.
0: That's really sad.
1: And I mean, depending on the nutritional facts, maybe two servings is appropriate.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, like, um, I'm trying to think of one food that the serving size is actually massive. Celery.
0: Celery. Nobody wants to eat celery.
1: It's like crunchy water. And
0: crunchy water.
1: No, but you put a little peanut butter on celery, that shit's good. Yeah. So if you get one serving of peanut butter and spread it out over, I don't know, three or four celery sticks, that is a filling snack. Celery actually has negative calories, I think.
0: I think that's... An urban legend. You think? I think so.
1: I'll Google it when we're done. Maybe. But, regardless, I mean, it's, it's still filling, and you scratch that snack itch.
0: That's another thing, is I've been snacky lately. And so, here, here's, here's something, too, that really should be addressed. So, I had quit smoking, and mm-hmm. quit vaping. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever you get rid of the nicotine, you've got the. Another chair adjustment. I'm oh,
1: sorry, I've tried to keep it from squeaking.
0: Um, you've got the no nicotine, snack, snacky, mm-hmm. snacky feeling. So maybe that contributed to it.
1: I <sighs> thought about that earlier this morning when we were talking about recording this episode. And completely forgot to bring it out or bring it up.
0: So bring it up now.
1: But yeah, no, that's definitely a potential because you know i I did not quit vaping because one of us has to stay out of prison. Um, but I did quit smoking with you, so not smoking cigarettes. It's always common to gain a fair amount of weight and like we had talked yesterday i've gained like probably 30 pounds since we quit smoking
0: it has not
1: been yes
0: not in a month you can't gain 30 pounds
1: in a month i will show you on my tracking app
0: and again like I told you you weigh at various times under various conditions
1: yes it's not, not have, it's not a scientifically scientific method controlled experiment you
0: have right like it has not been controlled therefore you cannot take those numbers at face value you can't do it i'm forbidding it
1: <laughs> respectfully disagree
0: let's move on
1: anyway fine but let me hold on let me refresh since we've quit smoking i've gained a substantial amount of weight
0: so the smoking was 39 days is how long it lasted because a few days ago i said fuck it and we started smoking again which I'll have to quit again because of the plastic surgery. But I digress. So, <laughs> it just sounds so stupid when I say it out loud. But it is what it is. Smoking is very hard to quit. I've been trying to do it since I was like 16. To yeah. quit. <laughs> yeah. And I have failed for 25 years. Anyway. Um, so, I wonder if like the next... Because I have like two and a half weeks that I can smoke before I have to quit again. I wonder if the snackiness will go away for the next two and a half weeks. And then it'll come back right before.
1: (laughs) Right before you go for the surgery. It's possible. And I mean, it's, I guess it's something we didn't discuss or strategize about yeah. prior to doing it. Because in the past when we've tried to quit smoking, we've had that conversation of all right, when we put these down, we're gonna pick something else up. Right. So what's you know, it's probably gonna be snacks and, you know, let's be cognizant of this, let's be aware of this, let's do this, this, and this. And this time it was like Alright, we're quitting smoking. Well, I'm still vaping, so All right, yeah, sure. Yeah, that looks delicious. Let me have some of those. Yeah. Let me have a few more. I'm just going to put three bags of this in the Walmart cart.
0: Those pretzel crisps, though, man. And I'm excited about these chocolate-covered peppermint ones.
1: I don't think you will be when you see the serving size. It's probably, like, two.
0: That's okay. I have a very small stomach, apparently. It doesn't feel very small here lately. Well, and I've also been trying, instead of snacking on, like, other foods, like, even, like, protein-rich foods, I've been trying to substitute apples or grapes or something, so I'm trying that because, you know, fruits have a lot of water in them, mm -hmm. and so they tend to be more filling, but... So I have been keeping fresh fruit in the house, mostly apples, but it's still, they're not as satisfying as having a cupcake. Right. I had a cupcake recently too, cause I had bought some for work and honestly, like it wasn't worth the calories. The icing was delicious, but the cupcake itself wasn't amazing. And I kind of felt like I need a refund on those calories because <laughs> this cupcake was kind of dry. What are you searching and you're just making me talk and talk and talk?
1: No, I'm listening to you. So, an entire stock of celery has 10 calories.
0: Oh, we should eat more celery.
1: So, not like a stick, like the entire giant...
0: Yeah, I know what a stock of celery is. One.
1: One. Trying to describe it for our listeners. Maybe they oh, don't know.
0: maybe they don't know about celery.
1: <laughs> God, you're cute.
0: <laughs> maybe they don't know about celery. <coughs> but,
1: but yes. So. And I'm not
0: gonna edit that cough out either. I'm not gonna do it. Cause ain't nobody got time. <laughs> ain't nobody.
1: But yes, so ten calories in an entire stock. How much calories do you burn chewing? It and does
0: digesting and
1: digesting.
0: Okay, so it could be a negative.
1: And it does have twelve grams of, or no, I'm sorry, five grams of dietary fiber in an entire stalk. Ooh. So then there's other antioxidants and other health stuff in it.
0: All That's the official
1: term: the health stuff. Health
0: stuff. All this food talk has made me hungry though, so well, I probably need to get some protein in. Yeah. I haven't had any protein today. Just coffee. And lots of it.
1: Coffee has protein.
0: I don't think it does. <laughs> it doesn't.
1: <laughs> That's a lie. If um it, was bullshit.
0: If it did, that would be amazing. I don't know, I, mean, I
1: don't know that it would be.
0: No, it would be because actually I'm I make protein coffee. Mm-hmm. Regularly, yes, you do. Well, me and Starbucks do.
1: (laughs) Starbucks gives you the coffee and then you add the protein. Yeah, that sounded dirty, but through a protein shake. I add the protein. Let me make you a protein shake.
0: So, we are going to record a bunch of these episodes not this specific episode, but a bunch of episodes. And I don't know what order they're going in. I know this one's coming after the funk. But the others, I don't know where they're going to sit. And we've also got the Just Be You awards in less than two weeks now. Yep. And we'll have to do an update about that. I can't wait.
1: I can't either. It's going to be fun. We bought my shirt to match your dress. and Well, kind of match your dress.
0: Yeah, Mostly they're in the same family of color. Yep. Dobby's
1: licking. Dobby.
0: Don't, please don't yell on the on the podcast.
1: Well, now you'll have to edit it out. I'm
0: not gonna. I think you should. I apologize for him screaming Dobby <laughs> at you. So, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks.
1: Bye.